everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Gray Matters. This is Ricky, and this week we have a special bonus episode for you. Hi, everyone. This is Charmaine. Yes, this week we are going to be talking about voting literacy with Katina and Jeanette of We Are Butterfly Effect. This is a wonderful organization, and we're so honored to have both of you ladies here. So please welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, thank you. Absolutely. So we really love what you do. We love what this organization stands for. So if you could please tell our Gray Matters community a little bit about yourselves, kind of what led you to creating We Are Butterfly Effect and what it is. Yes, I would love to. Uh, Jeanette and I have been friends for some time now. And just during uh, these times that we're all currently living in with everything that is going on, when you think about, you know, a pandemic, you think about, you know, health insurance and just all of these different things that can impact us on a day to day. Uh, we had some unforeseen uh, situations that um, you know we just experienced back in May and that just really impacted our life and rocked our world from that moment on and I remember sitting at home and thinking well what can I do what can be my part in this and how can I you know educate others and just spread more awareness um, and I reached out to Jeanette and I before I even really got the words out of my mouth fully uh, she was already like yes what can I do um, to partner with you how do you want to do this what opportunities do we have what do we want to do and the wheels just started turning so we thought that it was a great um, idea to start from the perspective of truly understanding how to vote basics knowledge on voting because we found that a lot of reasons why people do not vote is simply because it's too confusing it's too complicated and there's not the education behind um you know the simple steps in, in ensuring that your voice is heard so we came together and we wanted to create a platform that almost creates a, a conversation that is definitely needed but also changes i think the narrative at the dinner table let's start talking about you know are you voting what are you voting for instead of hiding it underneath the table it's time to start having those uncomfortable conversations so that we can really see impactful change wonderful so yeah we feel like voting i mean especially ricky and i've had a lot of conversations about this and we are very passionate about voting literacy and engaging with our political systems because mm -hmm. we discuss this a lot in women and gender studies like whether we want to um maybe believe it or whether we want to participate or not the personal is political and with that mm -hmm. the political is personal a lot of these things really impact us um so what are some of the things that you really want to do um that are like maybe tangible or what are you trying to accomplish with um we are butterfly effect so I would say that what we're trying to accomplish more than anything is just getting the information out there, uh, making it accessible, making it easy, making it somewhat fun, but something that you want to do, something that you understand more than anything and that you have a sense of pride also doing. So not just us being passionate. I think in general, we are passionate people in general, right? But then there's certain things that people just gravitate towards. And so this was something naturally that we gravitated towards because we genuinely have a passion for it. So we're trying to really get people to feel that same passion in a sense. And the only way to really do that is understanding. If they can't have basic comprehension and understanding, 
they can't get into it. So it's really giving people that option of giving them that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like when it comes to different like measures in a society, because we talk about accessibility too at Gray Matters and this idea of um, kind of, because similar to higher education, voting can be really inaccessible and hard for a lot of people to understand. I know me personally, I come from a background where you didn't really talk about voting. It didn't really come up in conversation. And and then the more I learned about voting, the more I learned about like the structure behind voting and the more I questioned like, well, why does it matter? And all of these different processes. And it wasn't until I personally felt like I understood it to a point to understand that this is why it matters. This is how it affects my life. Like we said before, um, the personal is political. The reason why I do this is because I am personally, but also my community personally is affected mm-hmm. by this. So I definitely feel Absolutely. like, you know, accessibility is super, super important. So can you share a little bit more about like how um, We Are Butterfly Effect kind of promotes that accessibility and how people can you know, know who you're voting for and how like different, uh, like resources that they can do to learn more. Absolutely. So, um, I think the main thing is that people kind of what you said, uh, just piggybacking off what you said, as far as they don't know, or you don't really discuss voting. It isn't important. Um, it doesn't matter, you know, all of those things and really breaking that, um, narrative and just, it really showing people that what change is possible mm-hmm. and how to make it possible. Um, but without basic knowledge and again, basic education and just communication, it's just going to keep flying by us. And it's, again, um, I think I, you know, I've, I've always, I told Katina, you know, that we're living in our consequences and those consequences come from people not voting, people mm-hmm. not understanding and people just living on with their lives and, kind of looking at it like, oh, I'm affected, complaining, but not understanding that they had a part in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so really trying to get the, everybody to understand, hey, it, it is so important to vote. And these are the reasons why it's important to vote. So I definitely think that when people vote, we, we always talk about, obviously, the the presidential election and how, um, you know, how that's coming up November 3rd and how important that is. But there's so many other things that are so impactful and really create a change in your, like you said before, community on a local level. It starts on a local level, then goes on into a state level. And then from state, it goes on into federal. Um, From there, you know, you have different levels of voting, right? Um, You vote for a presidential election every two years, you vote for Congress um, and Senate every two years, and then you vote locally, typically every two to four years as well. Um, But the key with that is, is that you get all this um, basically endorsements, you get all these commercials, you get all of these radio play, all this stuff about people saying, Um, oh, you know, the presidential election is coming, this is happening. On a local level, you don't get that. So if you're not informed and you're not looking into it, 
it, it flies right by. And genuinely, real change comes from local level first. Um, how it works really is, is that if you do, if you, if you go on a local level and vote, and then what that happens is, is as it creates time, you start to learn the candidates. You start to learn who's running for this. Oh, the person that ran for city councilman is now running for senators, uh, as an example. And then from there, that senator becomes a state senator. Um, that person can then from there run for governor the, mm -hmm. for your state. Then from there, they go so, so on and so forth. Uh, obviously before certain politicians there was a process to being a politician it didn't just happen overnight right and so because of that you were able to see uh the direct change that you could see and you learned about these politicians it when not just by research but because they were in your communities and you saw them you saw what they did and then from there it grew into now we're going into a federal they're going to be able to create change I think we've lost our way on that. And so that's where it's really important to understand um, what those things do do. do. Mm -hmm. So like, for instance, um, on a local level, when you vote on a local level, those things include more like school, um, police reform, um, public transit, if you if you drink clean water, green spaces, uh, things like zoning laws, all of those things are what happen on a local level. Police reform, which is obviously a huge topic right now, mm -hmm. I mean, so important. How many people really know that that's on a local level? When to go vote. And when to go vote yeah. and how to vote on something like that. Mm -hmm. um, so that's huge. Then from there, that's really how you change laws and how you change things in your state. From there, you go from state into, you know, your federal. Mm -hmm. um, so from state issues, the state government impacts basically everything within the state. So you have education, curriculum, your testing, uh, school budgets, States are also responsible for, for like taxes and how they're distributed throughout the state. Um, so those things, the other thing that's really important about a state is that you have, they also, you also vote for your justices, your judges, mm -hmm. which eventually go on into Supreme Court judges. So that's extremely important as well. When I think a lot of people just think that Supreme Court judges just end up, up there, yeah. you know, and then they get voted in by a president, but that's absolutely not true. They have been in the system for years and years and years, and it's a lifelong work. Um, those things are all done on the state level. From there, you go into the federal, and then federal is huge because you have your your state houses and you have your Senate, um, those issues, they impact Americans in general in every single state. Mm -hmm. So that's more, you have, you're going into social security, immigration. Um, it also, any company that sells or is, is a company along more than just one state, the government also regulates. So what that means is that that helps with pharmaceutical reps, that helps with all kinds of things that are being distributed, what, it, what ends up deemed as toxic, um, things like that, all of that comes on a federal level. So when you're voting, and those are technically considered down ballots, by the way, so they're not the most important time. People don't make a big mm -hmm. deal about down ballots. Yep. And it's down. really strange that, I, you know, that people don't talk about down ballots, but down ballots are the actual 
things that create the change. Yeah, the day-to-day, -day, tangible things that you can follow to really see the impact that it has um, on all of us on a day-to-day. Absolutely. Yeah. And so people don't, um, don't think about that and they don't understand right. that. And they think that the president has, you know, all of this mm -hmm. power, but really it's such a large, um, group of people that make things before the president even goes in to say, yay, nay. And sometimes his vote doesn't matter mm -hmm. because the other people in power have already had enough people that they don't need. Correct. So there's just a a lot of things and uh, so it's very important in general to vote and locally state and federally yeah and I'm, i really appreciate that breakdown too jeanette and, and katina both of you because i think it's important for people to understand that this is a system and that every mm -hmm. decision impacts the next decision so like if mm -hmm. you are voting at a local decision you may think oh it's just my city council it's not a big deal oh it's my senator like another one will come around in a couple of years but really, like one of the really important things that you brought up that I think a lot of people forget is that politicians will generally, and I know this has become like a really uh, kind of like a negative aspect with like a career politician, but in the same way that you want somebody who knows what they're doing, people, that's kind of how they built up the resume, right? Like they start mm -hmm. out as like, you know, entry level in a company and then go up to mid-level management, upper level. It's kind of the same way with a lot of politicians. Mm -hmm. They'll start at local levels and then they'll go up to state levels and then go into federal positions. So it is really important to follow kind of their tenure and see what they've been doing, but then also understand how those um, those legislations on a local and state level really do impact us very deeply um, on more of a day-to-day -day basis than maybe what we see happening on a federal level or seeing how that mm -hmm. impacts the federal level. So I think that's really important that you brought that up. Yes, um, something too that is real huge that I think um, that we're lacking in general is a lot of Senate and a lot of Congress seats. And mm -hmm. so that's really where it happens. And that's really where it's all at. And something that's interesting is that those senators um, are, they only have two year terms, okay? Mm -hmm. So one third of every senator re-goes re through the election process mm -hmm. every two years, mm -hmm. every single time. Right, yeah. And there, we have con like senators that have been in in you know the senate for yeah, so long seats for holding seats because mm -hmm. nobody else is running right and it's only a two-year term we right. could have constant change yeah and but we start no having the conversation mm -hmm. now and you look at educating yourselves on who these senators are and these congressmen you can also you know just create a bigger impact that's more of a ripple effect because every two years comes around a lot more frequently than every four mm -hmm. and in right. some cases every six absolutely yeah. yeah but it's really getting um people out there and you know my my geeky dream would be that you know somebody gets inspired by this and you know one day decides to run and create some real change and you know, a potential rift and cause that's all it takes. It takes mm -hmm. one person mm -hmm. to get in there and inspire and create a, a smart change. And we are the future, so to speak, right? They can't last forever. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we have to continue the motion, the wheel turning. And, mm -hmm. um, part of the education portion of it is just, hopefully inspiring somebody to want to do more and to create that change. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that 
with that, um, like we've been saying, um, kind of a common theme here is, like you said, is to encourage others and to, like you said, inspire others to want to learn more. Because I think one of the, I can, I guess I can say tools of voter suppression is disconnecting the public from the power mm -hmm. of the vote and making mm -hmm. voting seem like this very like, um, hierarchical knowledge process mm. and people are like well I don't really know like I don't know like one of the main things I hear all the time is I don't know who's running and I don't know anything about them and I I don't know so what's my point of voting or it's it's like um I don't like either of them so I'm not going to do anything at all rather than seeing it as okay I'm going to be affected by this person mm -hmm. who's going to um, make the laws, who's going to, you know, supposed to vote on my behalf, which person do I think will great, will, you know, mostly align with how I view things, if that makes sense. Exactly. Like, no, that's exactly know, what it should like, be. Yeah, exactly. Having personal, personal connection, because I, mm -hmm. I feel like the biggest thing that suppresses especially marginalized communities is this disconnect mm -hmm. and that's where I see it the most within marginalized communities mm -hmm. because you don't have like generational knowledge being passed down about the importance of voting so it creates even more disconnect for future mm -hmm. um, generations so I'm hoping that you know through creating knowledge um, especially what you guys are doing through creating knowledge about voting that's accessible and that's more mm -hmm. understandable that others will feel like they're connected and you can kind of like overcome or fight against this voter suppression that has been happening yes. to keep marginalized groups from voting, to keep the status quo, right. like you said, to keep that same senator in the, in the spot for as long as they want to be in there, you know, because the same people who are aware of voting are going to vote them in, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that's what I think they don't understand. I think they're, <clears throat> excuse me, I think they think if I don't vote, I'm not responsible, right? But that's absolutely not the case. By you not voting, you're voting for them. Mm -hmm. Right. So, and, and I think that that is lost in translation somewhere. And yeah. instead of, and you know, it's that old saying, if, if you don't believe in something, mm -hmm. you know, if you fall for, you fall for everything. You know, yeah. you gotta have that. I said that all wrong, but you know what I meant. Um, I think it's, <laughs> I if you don't, down. yeah, if you don't stand, stand up for something, thing, you fall yes. for anything. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. We yes. got there in the so, end. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's huge because um, I think we have a ton of that. Yeah. You know, a lot of people that are just like, eh, I don't know. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Actually, you should, you should care because it right. absolutely affects you. Yeah. You just don't know. Right. And right. that is where we come in. We mm -hmm. want to just let you know, this isn't a, you should this way, you should that way. This is a, this is why, mm -hmm. this is how, go ahead. Yeah. Do what you got to do, you know? Exactly. Um, and that's what I think, I know that there's things out there like that, but we want to bring more to, we want to make it more like just accessible. It's just and it's making, I think, this conversation uh healthy dialogue amongst people i think we've gotten so far away from really speaking you know to others about what your thoughts are your views are because you're nervous that someone doesn't feel the same way as you and then it's like let's avoid conflict 
but we need to really look at this as a time to have an educated conversation about why you feel that way and why I feel that way and just overall understand each other better. There's never going to be our whole like reason behind this is to provide you with the resources that you need to ensure that you're able to utilize your voice, but we're not telling you who to vote for. So that's for you to choose. We're giving you all of the resources that you need to ensure that your vote is counted. And um, that's really all We Are Butterfly Effect is about is uh, kind of at your hands uh, resource, you know, tool that you can tap into during the entire uh, stages of, of the voting process. Yeah. And I think that's, it's so valuable to break down like the kind of arduousness of, of this entire process. And a lot of, a lot of that is kind of like, it's a lot, it's a lot of different rhetoric that kind of, you know, continues to perpetuate this a lack of voter literacy, which is what, you know, we're mm -hmm. trying to break down as well. But I think it's really important too. you know, I appreciate this perspective that you're bringing. And then I think one of the most important things to understand with voting is being registered and mm -hmm. knowing that there are registration dates that you need to register and, you know, <laughs> providing some of that information. So can you talk to us a little bit about voter registration as well, especially for presidential election that we have this year? Yes, absolutely. So again, if we have not mentioned it, there is a huge election coming November 3rd, 2020. Um, it is called Super Tuesday. But if you are not registered by October 5th of 2020 this year, which is what, a month and a half away? Yeah, mm -hmm. it is not far away. Yeah. If you are not registered by that date to vote, you will not be able to participate in this November 3rd, 2020 election. So it's huge. It's very important to get yourself registered. Um, how you register in Texas, so to speak, is um, you have to either go online, print a form. If you do not have a printer, totally understand. You can go to um, your local election office. You can fill it out in person or you can also request for them to send you something in the mail. I'm sorry, from on, on your email, they will send it to you. Um, and then from there in the mail, you fill it out and then you send it back in mail or drop it off at your local election office. That is unfortunately the only two ways that you can register to vote in Texas. Um, and just to touch a little bit on like how we were speaking about with uh, a little bit of voter suppression is that I find amazing is that right now we're faced with something that's unprecedented, like literally something nobody has ever dealt with in life, not only the pandemic, but we have uh, elected officials trying to basically sabotage the USPS postal system. And that is the only way that we're able to register to vote in the state of Texas. We literally need the mail. So it's a really interesting scenario. Um, so I would just ask that everybody do their due diligence and please be registered to vote by October 5th. And like I said, you can go online, um, you can request the form and then they'll send it to you in the mail. And then all you have to do is send it back or drop it off or you can go to your local election office, fill it out, and they will do it for you mm -hmm. once you're there. But those are the only two ways to do that. And uh, thank you. And I think one of the things to keep in mind too is if you are doing it through the mail, please keep um, that the time the time in mm -hmm. mind because you want to make yes. sure that they get it before the deadline. 
And I know that there are ways for you to also check if you're not sure if you're registered, you can literally probably, unless if you have a website, that's great. But I know this is how I've done it. I wasn't sure if I was registered for a previous election and I just literally Googled like how to check if you're registered in the state of Texas mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it gives, yeah. and you can put it in your information and see if you're registered. Mm -hmm. You can, you can actually, um, go to, um, texas.gov and put on there. It has a link that if you're registered, it will tell you. Yeah. Awesome. And if you're not registered, then you hit the link, they will mail you something and then you will take that and then either mail it in or take it to your local election office. Mm -hmm. So it is extremely simple. However, you just have to do it. Have to do it. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yes. And again, the deadline is October 5th. 2020. And this episode will release a couple weeks before that. So we will be linking all of this on our, on our website as well. So if you're a little confused or anything, please, you can visit our website at graymattersoflog.com and we will have all this information on there. But yeah, I, I think I, it's so important. I can't emphasize in my, enough, like how this is a benchmark of our democracy. Voting is literally what keeps us not Huge. an authoritarian state. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah. really, really important to, to understand why every, literally every vote matters. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Every single vote matters and your vote matters. So, um, the whole, that whole use, that timeline of like, oh, we, it doesn't matter what we do. It does, it absolutely matters. And, um, it will only get worse for us if yeah. we don't, and you have no room to complain. Yeah. You gotta get out and vote for sure. Um, the other thing too, is we have early voting. So if you are already registered to vote, the early voting dates are October 13th through the 30th. Mm -hmm. So you can go to any of your, well, to your, I think it is any. It yes. Is so any, during early yeah. voting, you can go to any of uh, the voting locations. Um, also check with your local uh, NBA basketball team since they're all utilizing their arenas now for uh, voting, whether it's for early voting or the day of, you want to check with your local to team to find out the details, but that's um, another opportunity there where if you don't know where to go, you know, you can probably even take, you know, public transportation mm -hmm. to your local arena and be able to make it work. So there's no, there's no reason for you not to show up. You just have to show up. Absolutely. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. yeah. And like we said before, we are here to help provide resources to make this process more accessible. Um, for our Gray Matters community or anyone listening. So like Charmaine said before, we will definitely list all of the resources we talked about, all of the website links, all of the processes on our resources page. And like we said, that can be find on our, found on our website, graymatterstheblog.com. Um, we are also going to list more resources on our Instagram page. We're going to be sharing some resources together um, that can be found at Gray Matters, the blog on Instagram. Um, and as always, if you have any questions or would like to learn more about specific um, areas of voting, you can email us at graymatters.theblog um, at gmail.com. We're also going to provide We Are Butterfly Effect their contact information if you want to reach out to them. Um, but thank you so much for listening and tuning in, and we will talk to you next time.